0: this right here me speaking into your ear oh this is an ad this is an ad for skyline specs
1: yeah this is an ad in your ear talking about wooden engraved sunglasses of your home city your roots uv ray polarized wooden engraved sunglasses
0: you couldn't have said it any better it's an ad and you just all we want you to do with this head go to www.skylinespecs.com purchase yourself one Put it on the company card and just do it. Or go ahead and follow their Instagram like we want you to do in this ad at skyline underscore specs. Welcome to the Marketing Intern Spotlight. A marketing intern is a listener who's spreading our message authentically. Hear their story, their
1: passion, and their journey. Enjoy. Today, let's welcome Duncan Dahl. On the marketing intern spotlight 31 weeks later how you doing today dunk
2: dude i it's been an odd day uh culture shock reverse culture shock is real i've been back a little over a week and a half from new zealand and uh so just the sleeping aspect is is wild i'm up to like three or four some nights and then sleep till 11 but uh and then just working with the new zealand versus the american culture has also just been major shock of of work to live versus live to work and uh I'm just trying to get back into it, so.
1: I remember your first time back from New Zealand when you studied for the semester abroad, and uh, you came back and we had B-Law together, and every day you were late for the first maybe four weeks because you, you were just like, I'm on New Zealand time. I'm just, I'm Oh, just. yeah, and
2: I had that conversation with my prof, too, because I was just pretty embarrassed. I was like, you know, like, I'm not trying to disrespect you. I'm just completely changed, and I don't see time as, like, a set thing right here, and, And again, I think we said this on the first one, actually, Mm -hmm. that I did have track. So there there was that element. And I was trying to get a few calories in myself before I sat for two hours. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it it changes you a lot. And especially when you just try to dive into a culture, you really do try to adapt to who you are surrounded by. So Mm -hmm. uh, just coming back into that and having a preference for New Zealand culture over American culture doesn't help it or help me want to go back Mm -hmm. to that sort of culture.
1: So you spent four months when you studied abroad yeah four uh, months four months the first time around and this was your second time
2: back yep and how long were you there Uh, i was there for three months uh but i did spend two or three weeks in uh australia so uh two and a half months let's say
1: and that was from january until a week and a half yeah
2: i left uh new year's day from minneapolis yes dude i was like this is a perfect time to change up like new year Mm -hmm. new new experiences so it was pretty sweet Yeah, and that's amazing. And just to give some
0: context for, you know, the listeners, the marketing interns Mm -hmm. right now, you know, we had you on as marketing intern spotlight number three. Number three. When this episode was in its nascency. and we were like, you know what? Our the listeners of this podcast have some cool things to say. Absolutely. You know, you talked I think you were Andrew and I when we first talked to you, we were like, All right, this is what we really want the marketing intern spotlight to be. Like this kid brought some serious value with you know your own story and then how you tied in polychronic time like you said working to live not living to work right yeah. um i'm getting that right and uh you had mentioned this new zealand trip but you hadn't mm. gone on it yet so kind of let's let's kind of just start there okay um and understand you know your mindset at that time
2: and why it drove you to go to new zealand and then we'll just i want to know how it was (laughs) absolutely uh the mindset from when i was here the first time yeah well
0: i mean we we can just leave off from there whatever your mindset was before you left
2: okay um well this is a a perfect segue you had asked like do you have a five-year plan and like what's your plan before you go or like what do you want to get out of it um and what i came back with i'm kind of scatterbrained right now but we'll we'll get after it so my thought when I left was I just wanted... My sister is a farmer by trade. So like I was like, okay, this is a cool opportunity to do something different. I'm not necessarily getting paid. I got room and board. But to do something different and learn what my family's is doing. Um, and I think farming and agriculture is a huge aspect of life. And so that's what I was doing. I was working on an organic farm, uh, harvesting, planting, all sorts of stuff. So I wanted to try something different because... Uh, I knew that sitting at a desk was not gonna be for me and I just sitting around really makes me lethargic and tired and adds to my symptoms of mental health so I knew this was an opportunity to spend my time outdoors breathing fresh air and like if nothing else I learned something that my family is incorporated and she's now in Boston doing work on an organic farm there as well so I have a little more of an idea what her day-to-day is like and it's easy to be like oh what do you do on a day-to-day basis but until you live that like you don't really have a clue especially in farming because it's so different and I think all our perceptions of where our food comes from is different uh whether that's good or bad doesn't really matter but uh yeah some think it's just like a tractor blah 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 but like we did most work by hand which is really Whoa. cool yeah digging some dirt up was uh, was real as well I know I said that <laughs> uh in number three uh but i dug two or three ditches pretty massive ditches so but yeah i don't that was a pretty open-ended question so i didn't i had some anxiety of like where i wanted to go with that but
0: well and let me help you out i guess i mean you you're sitting here like i want to go to new zealand Mm -hmm. and just get paid for room to board and
2: figure it out from there like how
0: did you build the want to even begin there and want to do something like
2: that it all really stemmed from my study studying abroad um because I learned so much that first time, because I was there with uh, 13 other students on this program from Butler in Indiana, and my three best friends actually ended up being women of color, so I just, going from a very white town in northern Minnesota to uh, being really good close friends with three women of color like it was just mind opening especially saint thomas being very white as well so i just learned so much and uh, it really opened my eyes to a lot of things and that's when my mindset really started to shift of looking for is happiness found in money is it found in people is it found in this is it found in that and uh i think I don't think it's in money. I don't really know where it is. I think it's in yourself mostly too. And I struggled with my mental health a lot coming back from that because I was like, okay, this culture isn't really necessarily my favorite. Like I found a really cool culture and I really like it. And I want to keep exploring more cultures, um, but I'm not happy within my own mind. So I really wanted to go back because I think it offered me enough space with just being on a farm with two other people and a dog to really search within myself and find what I need to do to get my head and my mental game on a par where, okay, what is happiness beyond myself now? You know, I I was content and I was happy and I was present a lot of that time while I was gone. So that was a huge bit of going back. I wanted kind of like a therapy session set up by myself to just spend time with myself and my mind to try and get square.
1: You were on a farm with two other people and a dog. For the full four months, or or was that?
2: Yeah, when I was in New Zealand, I mean, I did a road two road trips, but uh, yeah, so sixty or seventy. Was that the
1: plan going into it, or did you would you do yeah. go to New Zealand and then find out what you were gonna do once you got there? No, that was the plan. Okay, yeah. gotcha.
2: So my sister actually came with me for the first six weeks, so I guess it wasn't only. Awesome. But yeah, my last month was just me and my two bosses and their dog.
1: Was she doing some practice work for what she wanted to do, or did you just kind of collect like? make this plan together?
2: Uh, I was planning on going. I didn't have a legitimate plan or a plane ticket till November though. So uh, she wanted to come and see just like what another farm was like. And she had just finished her job in December and farming season didn't really start again till March or April. So uh, it was a good opportunity for her to see what another farm looked like. And I think she'll end up running her own farm someday. So it was good to be in a more freehand and open environment to like make suggestions and make, uh, movements on what they were doing as a farm. And they aren't farmers by trade at all. They just retired from teaching a year ago. So they're very much learning themselves. So she had a lot of knowledge and, uh, information to pass along as well. So it was a very cool reciprocal experience for her as well, which was awesome. That's
0: awesome. incredible. How'd you get in touch with these people?
2: Uh, actually the woman, uh, went to high school with my uncle, and so she's from anoka where i'm from and she went there when she was 23 to work on the trail networks and she never came back she started teaching around the area auckland wellington and then uh finally got offered a job in nelson where she is now uh and then uh met her partner and has been there 33 years so taught 30 some years there and now she's a farmer so
1: and what are they farming
2: uh it's mostly agriculture they had three cows they killed two while i was there so that was odd as a vegetarian for sure um yeah some chickens so we sell free range eggs and but mostly like capsicum which is peppers uh eggplant all sorts of good stuff fruits veg it's really good
1: eggplants get pretty big don't they oh they're monster yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and not so uh banana shaped more uh just like circles, pair, yeah, and pear just massive. massive, yeah, yeah, so not like the eggplant emoji, and <laughs> that exactly not like <laughs> the eggplant emoji, All right, but. learned
0: something new every day right yeah. there, yeah. yeah, so talk to me about like the physical labor and how you just threw yourself into it, what was that initial shock to your system? was it were, were you, you in, in shape, yeah, were you in shape, were you ready for this, or did was there a lot of surprises that came along
2: with the work, um it kind of depended on the day and how long because I think the expectation was three or four hours of labor per day which was pretty nice you know it gave me a chance to go ride my bike and play with the dog but uh coming from a retail background I was able to walk most of the time but it was the bending and the just being close to the ground as yeah. a taller human being uh that was difficult but there are if you balance on one knee you, being closer to the ground you have a better support you can work through your core then but yeah it w- it was a shock for sure especially having come off back surgery too when i was 20 mm-hmm. so uh just to focus on being engaged in my core was definitely something i had to refocus myself on in order to survive those days but mm-hmm. it really wasn't that intensive yes. no
1: but you're able to ride your bike which was oh, yeah. nice. Oh, so nice. Did you did you uh, buy one when you were there or did they have one ready for you? Because that's got to be on the list. Like, I'm not coming unless there's a bike ready for me. <laughs> no, I actually,
2: <laughs> I got a travel case for my bike and brought my mountain bike down. Oh, you're Ooh. kidding. Yeah, but also, I didn't realize this, but my male boss, uh, he was semi-pro at one point. So, the first in day... cycling? I, yeah. So, the first day we got, I got there, we rode road bikes. And that was my first time on the road in New Zealand on the left-hand side because they do drive on the left-hand yeah. side. That's so, wonky. I was like, oh, crap, this is odd as hell. But, you know, it was really cool to just experience cycling from his point of view. And he had so much knowledge and I learned more in two months riding with him than I had in two years, just like dinging around and trying to learn it by myself. So yep. it was so cool.
0: That's amazing. How was like, um, kind of like your mental headspace when you're in this like different environment for the second time, right? Mm-hmm. Cause like you get, rid of did you get rid of kind of the shock the first time of like what is New Zealand that first time and then Mm -hmm. you go back for a second time you have a little bit more expectation you have a little bit more intention Mm -hmm. for why you're there
2: so how was that going in and what was like your mental state how did how did it treat uh yeah so I was very comfortable going back because I kind of understand the way people talk we talked about how they are hard to understand but I really didn't struggle with it at all this time which was nice um and yeah, it, my mental state going in was just, this is for me. Like that's that Instagram post where you're like, Oh, we need to talk. So yeah, this is for me. And like, I'm not too concerned about the difference in culture because that's what I'm here to experience. You know, anything odd or different or unusual that I don't understand is a reason I'm here to learn more about the way things are different and the way people do things, you know? And I think that's one thing we do really get concerned about in life is like, oh, this is so different. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But really, that's the point of life, like to not understand, but see it and be like, okay, that's your experience is, is huge. And that's what I really want to do. Okay, I see it. I don't get it, but that's okay. Which Mm. so it was far more comfortable. Like I didn't feel the need like I did at 20 to be like, oh, this is why they do blah, blah, blah. No, this is just how their way of life is. And that's okay. And I don't necessarily get it because I came up from another upbringing. But this is just how they do things. So Mm -hmm. it was just a far more comfortable experience for sure.
0: So I read this thing the other day that you just sparked me on. And it talks about this, the core principle of the subjectivity of life um there yeah a lesson <laughs> <though>. <laughs> you'll so, have to send me a link yeah i will and it talks about how there's two really core principles and the sub your subjective if you put your subjective experiences in a box and it is a your experiences and b your sensitivity to those experiences so you can't have experiences without being sensitive to them and you can't have sensitivity unless you're in those experiences Mm -hmm. so like for you to go into this experience or to have this experience it's defined strictly by how sensitive you are to all your surroundings right and i just think that's amazing how like you can put yourself in a situation where you're uncomfortable be aware of it be sensitive sensitive to it and then have an entirely different experience that you can go and tell people about
2: yeah that's that's a really good way where'd to would it. Uh, where'd
0: you see it? Um, Yo, Homo Deus uh, by Yuval Noah Harari. Mm. Talking about just, yeah, just what I explained pretty much. Yeah, It's part of a book. It's a it's book series I'm in right now.
2: Wait, repeat the author's name? His name's Yuval Noah Harari. Oh, she, w- one of my best friends just sent me a book. Was it Sapiens? Um, it's the book after Sapiens. Okay. Yeah, she said, oh, have you ever read this? This morning by him. So full... Circle yeah dude age. that synchronicity is wild dude yeah. that stuff scares me oh my <laughs> gosh no that's a, like
0: that's why i was so stoked when i saw that instagram post from mm. you where it was like i'm doing this for me i'm doing this so i can expand my own experiences put myself out of my comfort zone and really i mean ultimately challenge myself and not a lot of people and me even myself like they aren't just gonna drop everything i'm doing and go to new zealand you know i'm not gonna drop and just follow something because. I want to, you know, and I respect the hell out of that. Thank so you. props to you. And like, that's why I really want to talk to you about it. Cause like, it's such an external experience. Oh, absolutely. I'm fed up with networking events. And by no means is that a controversial thing to say at all, but you know, I'm, I'm going on a limb here and I'm trying to say that all I want to do is enjoy
1: some beer and have some conversations. Is that too much to ask? Well, Dak, you could have said that a little bit better. But what he's trying to say is some of the best conversations, and more importantly, collaborations, that's what Lincoln Drink is all about, have those conversations with local hustlers, entrepreneurs, creatives, and people right here in the Twin Cities sandbox. Yes, and
0: this will be the fourth of its kind. It's still in its nascency. Nascency. But boy, is it growing. We're stoked to have you. Remember this time and place. We'll give you some time, grab some pen and paper. Write this down in your notes right now. Remember this,
1: May eighth at Finnegan's Bruco. That's May eighth at Finnegan's Bruco. It's amazing, dude. I mean, your commitment to it was from believe we talked in September, and it was just from like like, yeah, September and the next few months of just figuring out what I can, how I can make this happen, January one, because that was the goal the whole time. Was like, the new year, I want to make this happen because I had such a love for it when I was Mm -hmm. there earlier that year and yeah was it 2017 yeah that's... it was uh, it was oh no 2016 because trump got elected that year okay it was yeah the fall of 2016 gotcha and yeah so you got to go back two years later yeah very cool um but when you were there one i mean one of the challenges that not only you faced but the whole country faced was the mass shooting there and oh yeah that was it had to be like a, just a complete whirlwind experience you're there able to experience a new zealand culture that's mm-hmm. Much so, very relaxed, and mm. and this happens if you care to share, and we'd love to break it down. Like how mm-hmm. how did that day occur, and from your eyes, um, what part of the country was it in re- relative to yours?
2: So I was on the tip of the South Island, out towards the west, and uh, Christchurch is over uh, across the island to the east, and just a bit south. So I think it's about a five hour drive. And on the opposite coast. Um, It's really hard to break down because I like to think as myself when someone who understands New Zealand. But then again, like, I don't know the history that well. And I'm not that immersed in the culture that I want to speak to it. But I will definitely speak to, like, the day. Um, So I think it was just they played the radio most of the time in the packing shed, which is where we got our fruits ready and sent it out uh, to the various restaurants and uh, grocery store. Um, So... I think it was heard on the news and it, it was just kind of baffling and it was an odd day. Like it was beautiful sun out in the sky and we were just all kind of like, what just happened? Like, this is super surreal. Um, and I think,
1: <sighs> was your sister still uh, with you at that time or she had gone home?
2: She had gone home. Yeah. Okay. So I did receive text from my sister. Um, like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like such a peaceful place, which it really is. Um, but yeah, it was just a really odd experience, and it, it, there's still really no words for it because they and like they changed the gun law within 10 days. Deck and I talked about that, and it was in our group chat a little bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, 10 days later, they reduced uh, or banned semi-automatic guns, and so it was it was just a crazy experience. I think it was good in the fact that we can see it can happen anywhere. I'm not saying those lives in, are not lost in vain, but I'm just saying that it can happen anywhere and as well as the progress and change that uh, can happen after a horrible event and we can grow from bad things happening. I think that was really the takeaways from it all. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool to sit down. They had a uh, a memorial after the fact in Christchurch and uh, we had a student over working on the farm and he, I and our female boss just sat there and watched the memorial. It was really powerful and just the, grace and eloquence that uh Jacinda carries herself with that's the prime minister of New Zealand is just spectacular so and it was really cool seeing all the the girls that wore headdresses in solidarity with the Muslim women and yeah it was just an incredible uh show of eloquence by the country damn
0: that's that's nuts
2: uh, are there any experiences that you
0: had like what was your favorite experience oh my gosh in, in New Zealand this past trip
2: um
1: what if you went at it like two roses and a thorn you know we love that okay, okay. two goods and two <laughs> great good, call yeah dude. two goods and a. it's something like you know i i didn't i guess that you could have just mentioned it but huh. <laughs> the thorn
2: <laughs> yeah let's let's call that the thorn and the whole experience uh, yeah, not to devalue just, that but that yeah, yeah. it's tough <laughs> yeah it, it's kind of like cheating, but at the same time, it's it's definitely a thorn in the whole thing. Um, I think my creativity levels definitely hit an all-time high. Um, I'd been practicing yoga, which helped a lot clear my mind. Thank you for mentioning Yoga with Adrian. Cause, Yo, let's go. Because <laughs> I I'm, I'm, I got one more day of Dedicate left. I should have done it today, but I took a nap instead. But um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So you're like way more into it than us. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, that's amazing, but it was, I just found it as a recovery tool. I had turned to cannabis in the past as a recovery tool. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we'll just go with that. But now yoga, like honestly is better than cannabis as a recovery tool. So it was incredible. I would ride my bike and I come home, I do yoga. And then the next day I'd feel like a million bucks. It was incredible. And I never felt that good. Why do you think that is? Honestly, I think the flow of, uh, the energy you you do harness energy and yoga I really believe that and I think that and just being present in my mind rather than just like oh crap I'm dead dog tired like you know you're focusing on like I'm trying to be healthy like I feel good I feel recovered I think it's 98 percent mental I really do as well as the blood flow you get going and the recovery you start but I think it's really okay I feel good like I think that is a huge part and I also consumed or ingested that's I kind of thought about that too, ingesting content rather than just consuming it. Like you can mm. consume content all you want, but if you don't ingest it and get it into your mental capacity as well as into your life, you're not act- like, what's the point of just consuming it? So, so I wa- wait, what's the difference though? So ingesting would be like getting it all through you, you know, and taking it into a deeper meaning. Whereas consuming, you can just like watch it and not really have anything. Uh, come of it you know it doesn't
1: then you just poop it out exactly
2: yeah uh, i guess and it all goes to the same place but it's just like the
1: are you going to take the nutrients or are you just going to let it slide through your system exactly mm-hmm.
2: um so and i ingested a documentary called heal so it was all about the mindset or ability of the mind to heal and not and like how we are so focused on normal pharmaceutical remedies to our health But it was really focused on the proactive and just using the mind to heal itself. So it was really cool to be practicing and trying to use my mind to heal my body. And I know it's not a serious disease or anything that I'm trying to heal. But just healing my body from a mind perspective rather than just like, oh, I could pop some ibuprofen and I might feel better. But yeah, that was so my creativity as a result of this yoga was definitely a a rose. There we go. Um, Yeah. So. I wrote a lot. I had started writing a book, actually. Um, You're kidding? Uh, yeah. So uh, I was 13 pages in, actually, when uh, it all went to hell. Uh, so the office of St. Thomas, Microsoft Office, shut down because of my time difference, and I still haven't gotten it back online.
1: Oh no! So it's all in like the cloud.
2: I think so. I think I have it saved in multiple places, but and I'd never switched to Google Docs because I lost that content. So like, it just wasn't there anymore so I, I lost that but my creativity was that at that level that i was like i'm gonna write a book like this is gonna happen um a so book on what real quick uh so it was it's gonna be based on my life and what has developed into my philosophies so i think i had like 10 or different or 12 different chapter ideas and yeah i was just filling it out little by little so is there like
0: one, I I really just want to dive in on this. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. What's
2: like one,
0: you said, mentioned philosophy. Is that what you said? you Like yeah. one moral philosophy or one yeah. mental philosophy that you utilize? What
2: would like one of those be that you feel most confident in sharing? Oof, duh. Um, yes, I'm Minnesotan and Norwegian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> From Minnesota, you don't say. Uh, Are those prescription
1: glasses? Yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. I'm, I I'm, to check. I'm blind as a bat. Yeah, so. <laughs> Dunk and
1: I have shared this many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're blind together.
2: <laughs> yeah, I probably should be legally blind, but um
1: what would be I'm most confident about? Oof. I don't know. What was one of the chapter titles or chapter topics?
2: Um, mental health. Um I think there was one on psychedelics as well. Um really? Yeah, it's gonna be I it's gonna be a tough debate of like broadness and breadth to like how in depth I want to be about it, you know, because yeah. I do have a lot to say on a lot of things, but also like, I want to be factually accurate and I want to carry uh, resources throughout and have references and stuff like that. Cause I learned that in my good St. Thomas education, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I guess I don't really have just one off the top of my head. I'm sorry to sure, say, no, no, no. I, I tried to think about it, but it's just not no, clicking. No. right. No, off don't it. worry.
0: Um, so you mentioned that documentary and how you like really ingested that. What was the name of that documentary again? Sorry. Heel. Heel.
2: Okay. So I got you. You saved me, you saw that spill from the corner of your eye. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice peripherals. We're just yeah, we're just ripping LaCroix out here talking shop, of course. It's just a a beautiful time
0: to record a podcast. But um I guess what I really want to understand, like how were you able to just like clear your mind and, and for and have that translate into creativity? Because I struggle with that a lot. Mm-hmm like a lot of times i'm I'm wanting to be creative at times where I'm just not, and then there's other times where it's like oh frick i i identify that I'm creative and I'm writing jokes and I'm mm-hmm. doing all these different things, and it's flowing but for you, like how was that process?
2: I think it it really translated because uh. It was so mindful to be working on the farm as well. Yeah. Um, so I was doing something where I could clear my mind. I could think about what one thing I wanted to think about, whether that was just like, okay, this is the little cucumber flower I need to pull off because it's going to start the vine this way. So that's cucumber laterals, let's say, or just, you know, focusing on filling rock bags that hold down the weed mat. So just being able to focus on one thing and then maybe one other thought was super huge, just like blocking everything but that one thing out. And I think I was watching something with Matty Healy, the 1975 lead man, yesterday in an interview with him at K Rock uh, at Coachella. And he said, Creativity doesn't just come to you. You have to sit there and you have to work and you have to pound through it. And most of the things I come up with, I don't just write through in one song. Like, I don't just write it from scratch. I have two words or like one idea, and that comes out at the end. I literally just sit there and pound it out. So, I would love to say there's some magical formula, but literally it's looking at your paper until you're blue in the face. And then something comes to you and you keep compounding, you keep going back and forth, you scratch stuff out and you get there. It's a process. It's it's no magic formula by mm-hmm. any means. So
1: That's awesome, man. And it's not easy, but you're continuing to fight for it. And now you're back here in the United States and you have to fight for taking what you gathered in new zealand now twice and try to implement in your day-to-day life and there's going to be resistance from people around you because the cultures are different so you've been here for a week and a half and you're probably (laughs) going to be here for i mean you haven't you haven't mentioned any plans of traveling to other places quite yet i'm guessing we haven't got there i was i was gonna say we haven't got there yet but you're here now are you at back at rei i'm not no okay. i am will a, you be back or i am unemployed currently dude i got you i shot the congratulations dunk on linkedin today because it said <laughs> two-year anniversary Are aria <laughs> uh yeah i'm not really a well
2: broadcasted linkedin guy we'll, we'll get to I, that i, I
1: figured <laughs> oh, that's but fun. uh you've been here for a week and a half now and yep. uh what what does the day-to-day look like and uh I, let's unpack what's next man
2: What's next? What do I do? Uh, So I wake up about 11 every day. Well, waking up's relative. I get out of bed about 11 every day. I do some... (laughs) (laughs) Just the giggles in the background. I hope that comes through on the audio because it's just so pleasant. Um, Yeah, so I do some reading in bed or whatever, and I get up. Then I check the paper, uh, old man stuff. Drink some coffee with my dad. Say hello to my dog. Um, I've had mac and cheese for lunch the past four days. Um, I really don't have a, a much to do. I've been reading. I finished a really good book. Title: uh, The Story of B, which is Blasphemer. Um, it's a story about the Antichrist. Uh, and yes, wow. it's, it's wild. It's a phenomenal book. It's by a guy who wrote Ishmael and My Ishmael. If you've ever heard of those, um, all, rec- highly recommend all three books. Uh, they're phenomenal. So, uh, do some reading. Maybe walk my dog. I went for a bike ride once, but lot of naps a lot of sleeping a lot of reading
1: okay not working at the bike shop
2: no not working at the bike shop yet wait when did you go to uh australia i went to australia um the second week in february okay um and my sister had never been so we toured a bit um actually went to a town that called townsville of course that's why i said town i guess it's more of a city uh, but they were flooded uh, just up till we got there. Well, they were still flooded, but they, it had rained for three weeks straight until we got there. Uh, so wow. we didn't get to go to the Barrier Reef, which was a bummer for her because that was her her big item on the itinerary. But, you know, shit happens. Um, and then we went to Tasmania and Sydney. And then I was in Sydney and I hadn't even booked my ticket back. She was leaving in two days. And this is when I, the story with my friend who took my room having come back. So when I was coming back, I was supposed to stay with my roommates from sophomore year, uh, my junior year. And I didn't know if uh, a guy would actually leave for his study abroad. So I was like, eh. when my best friend texted me and said, oh, do you want to live on the U campus with me? I was like, yeah, sure. And so my friend I went to visit from Sydney, I went to Western Australia um, to visit my friend who lives there. Uh, he took my spot in this room. And had I not lived with my other mate uh, at the U campus, I would never have met this guy from Western Australia. And that was another route. Let's just throw that into the road. So it comes full circle again, Uh, going to Western Australia and seeing him was just absolutely phenomenal. Now,
0: who is this guy? Uh,
2: Ben Jerez. He is, was an exchange student at St. Thomas. um, And he works in Vermont at Camp Aquila. um, And he's, big into camps it wasn't a thing in western australia where he's from and so he's really trying to promote uh that sort of thing in western australia so he has a two-year visa he's coming to run and be kind of like a manager of this camp and then he's hoping to take those experiences back to uh western australia and make it accessible for children over there which is super cool
0: gotcha and what were you doing in western
2: australia with him like
0: have any fun out there oh
2: absolutely uh so we went for a surf um we did some bouldering. Uh, I read a lot of books. I got a tattoo. Um, Yo, you got a tattoo? Yeah, I got a tattoo. Yeah, let's the see big it, Ooh. the big
1: reveal. Oh, question mark. What, what kind of? Uh, yeah, let's unpack that, bro. Um, design. Why? What the? Uh... Why the geometric? Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you. I just thought it looked
2: sick. Um, so this came from a a meditation I started to have because I am on antidepressant, anti-anxiety medications, and at one point. My sister or my boss said, oh, Duncan doesn't really seem to be into farming. This was about two weeks in. And my sister was like, well, Duncan sometimes really isn't into anything because he does struggle with depression. So just getting that motivation is hard for him sometimes. And so she shared this with me and she said, I hope I didn't overstep my bounds. I was like, no, honestly, if it's affecting my work and then they deserve to know, like it is technically a disability. When I had to check that off on a work form, it was like, whoa, like, do you have a disability? And I was like. Like yeah, I guess so. Um so it's it's not mine to hide if it's affecting my work, I decided. But so at that point I was like, Okay, so I struggled with this a lot when I was there the first time, and am I going to allow this to affect me again, or am I gonna be in this present moment? So every morning I started to wake up, I would take my medication or I'd write a question mark, I'd take my medication, I'd put a check mark on my other wrist. And so it was I took my medication, so everything from here is on me if i'm not in the present if i'm not enjoying it if i'm not trying to do my best to be happy it's on me so that's the motivation to get this question mark is okay i've taken my pill everything else for why i'm not happy is on me so and it's Mm -hmm. also just a representation of that being okay with not knowing being okay with not understanding so there was just a lot behind it too
1: good for good for you man yeah, that's pretty cool, and it's incredible self awareness. So, I'm excited that you you, you kind of you had that intention with it, and it um, um, sounds to me like it, it ended up working out with the oh. way you wanted to go about it and stuff. Yeah, absolutely, good Dude, stuff. That's so cool. My
2: dad said I figured you would have gotten a daisy on here, but when I showed him, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, we've talked about that forever, but it wasn't actually going to happen." So. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing i love I love
0: that commitment and like Andrew said, like the self-awareness is off the charts and i do you know who uh do you know who johan Hari is did you just say his name no w- johan Hari
2: no, I do not yeah so
0: what was right? the other name you said Yuval Noah Harari.
2: Oh, my gosh. Sorry, different guys. But Johan Hari. A lot of similar sounding vowels. For no, sure. yeah.
0: I I do not blame Andrew for thinking that. So but,
1: go, go the two different names one more time. Okay. Yuval Noah Harari the is author, and historian
0: then, of Sapiens and all these other books. Yep. Johan Hari is um, the author of this book called Chasing the Scream. And he talks about, you know, understanding where depression and anxiety actually come from. Got to find my pen here quick. Yeah. No, I also really want to know what's in that journal of yours, bro. Oh That's pretty oh my amazing. Oh, gosh.
2: It's pretty full. We could probably talk about it for hours. But What we... did
0: you write in there, Mike, just
2: um, in general? There's, like, notes about travel. There's designs trying to uh, create a logo for the farm. There's tattoo ideas. There's recipes. Um, just a book of life. Yeah, just poems uh there'll probably be a poetry book coming along as well Damn. um there's notes about the back pocket and stuff for real well oh, yo, yeah, yeah.
0: oh, yeah. throw it throw give us something from the back
2: pocket right here oh shoot um if i can read my writing that's the biggest problem here um it was just like i don't know it's really nothing huge <laughs> Yo, okay, Yoga with Adrian was on there. And then a- I just wanted to I uh, know the stationary astronaut's on there as well because that dude is legendary. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And you guys got me in the podcast super seriously while i was gone. So, and he was a big reason of it cuz he is just so interesting and yeah. so inspirational for sure.
0: Most excellent. That's really great good feedback, man. Yeah. I love Nick. He's a great dude. But anyways, what I was saying about yeah. chasing the scream. Oh, chasing yeah, yeah. the scream. Chasing right. the scream. Write that down. Um, by Johan Hari. He's on, he's on Rogan a couple times and uh, I can send you that podcast too, but he, so he, he went around the world and interviewed all these different people and all these different experiences and understood the root of their depression and the root of their anxiety. And what he determined is what people tell you or what people say about anxiety and depression is that a lot of it is bio, biological which I'm not saying it's not. There is biological depression and anxiety and that's that. But his argument is, hey, look, let's look more into your social, your emotional, your mental state, and your environment. And how does that impact or how does that change uh, the result of depression and anxiety? So he does like this whole study and that's pretty much what he finds is that, hey, it's biologically depression is really only 10%. And he says 90% is, is everything else. So it was really it, like you looking inward and like having that check mark next to your question every day and you owning your own happiness, you're
2: owning your own persona, like totally just backs that up. Exactly. It's freaking dope, dude. Well, and those, because uh, that's the thing, like the biggest reason I'm on prescription is, is for the symptoms that are biological, yeah. that are physical. So, like insomnia, uh, fatigue, um, and a few other things like not those are the main two like of the reason why i went on a Mm -hmm. pill and yeah every it it is biological it is chemical but it is definitely maintainable it is Mm. uh not something that you have it is something you struggle with you know i don't have depression i struggle with symptoms of depression you know letting it define us is definitely something that we need to hone um and or not not hone but not let it become who we are. But I got what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not a words guy. Uh Out loud, that is. I can definitely write you words, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's far more difficult to spill them out.
1: Hey, man, what it takes. Um, we're kind of trapping the puck and transition into our, uh, our core questions. For sure. You know the drill at this point. We still got to ask them because they always change. Um The first one is, what's your average quality? And – do you remember what you said on the first one? I do.
2: I, I've thought about these because you send them when you send out the invites. Yep. Um. So I said my taste in music. Um,
1: okay. Has that become less average and more, or do, where would you see that
2: now? It's still average as far as like the breadth of the type of music I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'd say it's less average. Well. Okay. So I'll tell you a story. Um. I was just think cuz i started to share a lot of music on instagram that was kind of how i've been using that medium um and i was like shit like does anyone actually listen to these songs Adams by uh Grime and Jeremy Zucker listen to that one today okay yeah that one is so dipped perspective duck and just put that on his instagram story today yeah. I put i played it right away good song yeah so and i was thinking like does anyone listen to this so declan listens so there's <laughs> i know of two people for sure um but uh meg i can't think of her last name right now um, and if she wants a follow back, I honestly unfollowed her. Um, Damn. No, this is what I'm saying though. I didn't want to follow her back because I didn't, because if we don't talk, I tend to unfollow people. But if you want that follow back, fo- unfollow me, refollow me, and we're cool. And I'm sorry I unfollowed you in the first place. But uh, so she sent me a message like, Duncan, your music's sick. Like, keep doing this. And I had just thought the night before, like, does anyone listen to this? Mm. And. So that leads me into where my average quality is now, which is uh, I've been studying Tao as well, which is just like the flow of life as it mm. pertains to the ancient Chinese. A little order and chaos. Exactly, and and it all is energy, and it all surrounds us. But uh, so just the trust of that is my average quality. So like I'm with you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. So does anyone listen to my music? Like I should be more like. I'm sharing this. If someone wants to listen to it, great. So that was just that full circle. And I think the more I've become trusting in just being confident in myself and like what I'm sharing, what I'm doing, uh, all the better. But also when you stop having trust in that, it's also all the worse. So it's just if you can get to that middle ground and be like, okay, yeah, I'm me. I'm present. I'm here. So that's where I'm really struggling is just being in that center all the time
1: it's so hard because it's pulling us in different directions all the time right and it even goes into the point of like extreme uh happiness and extreme like gratitude like in the order section like you got a lot of things think you think are figured out and you let that go too far in one direction mm-hmm. you and then when the chaos just even flickers you, it all crashes because you just thought everything was up here and so great and then boom something happens and bam everything breaks because you you got so lost in realizing Um, Mm -hmm. the perfection and everything and you need to have the balance of what you're kind of describing right then and there with the music is like it doesn't need to be the perfect music out there but it just has just got to be this is what i like to share right now and it doesn't need to please every single person that's in my circle
2: well and i think the average quality of having a broad taste in music also added that she said she liked the diversity Mm -hmm. and i think me sharing the diverse catalog of music also leaves something for everyone you might necessarily like a trap, more hard Denzel Curry, but you might really like a Lord Huron. Like, so just that diversity adds a lot of value, I think, to my my
1: followers. Mm-hmm.
0: That's amazing, dude.
1: Hey Deck, I gotta be real with you. You got some of the worst apparel in the game out there. I would love to see you customize some shirts that just say "I have bad style."
0: Mmm, decky bad style. Let's make those shirts. The shock value would be insane. However. Uh, turnaround time and quality it needs to be there
1: that's a great point i mean we could launch this tomorrow with our own goddamn sponsor
0: oh i didn't even think of that well well actually i did because i f- wrote this ad dude but that's besides the point
1: and with that being said be on the lookout for some decky bad style shirts and other custom apparel from the bp but also if you're like man i need to find someone to make great custom apparel for me look no further hit us up at back pocket at visionary com. that's b-a-c-k-p-o-c-k-e-t at visionary com. i love that
0: i uh did you guys see colin cowherd's thing on tiger woods today
1: i did
2: you saw that? I'm protesting sports. Oh, yeah. Do you
0: like golf, though? Is golf oh, yeah, acceptable? Yeah. yeah that, what sports are you protesting against?
2: Uh, mostly the NFL. Um, I think the NBA is rigged. Um, but <laughs> you,
1: you said that last time, I think, too. Yeah. yeah what's, or maybe you, we've what, had that conversation we,
2: We've definitely had that conversation. Uh, I think any sport where referees can control the outcomes, I think they're, it, you're naive to not believe that there's a possibility of it. Um, and I think... The money in sports is gross, um, and I think it does offer a lot of platforms. LeBron James is using it well. Um, There's a lot, and that's just one off the top of my head that use it well. I'm not saying that it's all inherently bad, but I think uh, a lot of the money could be going to a lot better places. But
1: Mm -hmm. I'm with you there too, but. I like but, sports too much. Do start.
0: you think, like, I mean, I watch my argument to that is I kind of, I mean, there has to be some of that order mm-hmm. within a game. There has to be rules that are followed in order to win or lose, and there's always that distinct outcome for most sports. Um, unless it's soccer, obviously, and
2: then you get the tie. Oh, yeah. But, I, w- I watch soccer, too, so golf, soccer. Okay. Um, cycling. Cycling. Okay. Road cycling is a snooze fest, so it's mo- mostly just mountain. <laughs> okay, but my, my point, I guess, is, I I really don't like the
0: introduction of like um like replay a lot of mm, like yeah there's I good, agree with that. There's good times for replay, but there's also like a point in which you really gotta draw the line and be like, Okay, why are we reviewing whether that was a pass interference or not? You know, like I love referees be almost because of the human error and how that is now a is a factor in the game. Mm-hmm. Sure, you could take it one way and say, Oh, it's rigged. Right. Oh, yeah, because they're human and this is what happens. These things happen. But at the same time, like if you take it the other way in in terms of competition, it's like it happened this way because it it happened this way. We're all human. We're all here around the TV watching the Super Bowl or we're all around watching Tiger Woods, which is kind of what I was getting at was just like everyone was rooting for Tiger Woods a couple weeks ago. Like how amazing was that? Like looking being able to look back on that. But the one thing that like totally hit me big time was. Colin Calvert kind of unpacked the average quality and like unpacked where you have to go through like a serious valley, a serious low to make that that with that mountaintop winning the 2019 Masters that much better. Like same thing. He said Jordan and Tiger. Jordan and Tiger were the two most like he he compared him as like the most iconic, most heavily followed. But a lot of it like Jordan, his dad died and then he went into baseball and didn't do well. After already winning three titles and comes back and wins three more and it runs all on his back. Tiger goes, tears his ACL, multiple back surgeries, says he's never gonna play golf again, can barely even walk, does this, this, and this, and now he comes back and he wins the 2019 Masters. Right, like you gotta go yeah. through the valleys to get to the mountaintops. I thought like, it's
2: relatable almost, but oh, that's that absolutely. And I'm not saying there's not beauty in it, and I'm not saying. Uh, sports. Yeah, take that haven't, dude have yeah haven't <laughs> sports played. are dope they are absolutely but I think also it's just taken a, a huge role of life I think we spend a lot more time watching sports mm-hmm. and viewing sports that aren't necessarily of the importance or of the historical value of yesterday's masters or this whole week's masters because lowest rounds ever on Saturday you got guy coming back from that valley like it was huge um but i think we spend a lot more time viewing and, and witnessing these sports than is truly valuable to our lifestyle i yeah. think that's
1: that's and that's from my
2: experience as well Is
1: are you saying that uh because i woke up at eight thirty every day and watched the masters until six thirty that i was PM was wasting my time
2: no, I just said the masters was valuable. Okay,
1: because okay. I, I I I did, no, I, I did, that. You I'm, did that. I'm, I'm I, saying I, every, work, working nine, th- Thursday, three, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I did that. I loved it. Was it available online all it, the time? It was. Sheesh! I, I just I, turned on in, the. I queued in right blew, away. Blew that one, yeah.
2: Uh, so, but I watch all the coverage on the television, so okay. I I can't fault you.
0: Okay, thank you.
2: Are you uh, when
0: you're saying like? entertainment and we're like watching stuff too much are you like at the root of all that are you talking more so like game of thrones well no i'm just saying like are you and even just from a macro perspective just like oh am i looking at my phone too much or am i looking at like in my is my screen time just like off the charts like i feel like did you have a lot of time away from your phone and stuff in new zealand like were you able to have those experiences or was
2: were you pretty much the same as what you always are uh it was. It's pretty much the same as it always has been. But I have mm-hmm. been. Uh, I have used the Screen Time app as a way of judging. Like, okay, yeah. I had a far. Like, why am I? Why was I on my phone more Saturday? Okay, you spent four hours on the phone. What were you doing? Like, was it raining? Was it? Um, but I think I've always kind of been. We never had cable until I was older, so I just haven't really been a. a tech or like a junkie of screen time. Mm. So that that does come from my experience, so it is far different to to spend all this time. But it's also um I went the first month without T V. So that was not normal. Um and I've read I've read like twenty two books this year
1: already, I think. Dang. Dude. Month four? Twenty two books?
2: Yeah, it's Amazing. seven books? Three, three full months. Yeah, this is month four. So yeah. um yeah, so hopefully we'll get to that average up about twenty eight seven a month would be sweet. But yeah, I just think, and I, and it does bring in the question, like, is me spending these, this time in these alternative universes and books, the same as Netflix, you know? And I think that was worrisome to me too, is like, I create these alternative realities, but why am I creating these in my mind? And then like embarking on these missions that aren't reality. Is it something that's wrong with my life? Is it something wrong uh, that I can't cope? You know what I mean? So I just, it it's, a debacle in my mind and just the lack of social interaction as well. And the, the nights we choose to not just hang out with one friend and we watch seven episodes of Netflix. I'm not saying I'm not guilty of it. Um, I finished a series in a day since I've been home, but, uh, yeah. So I just,
1: it's, 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 it goes back to that Taoist, right? Exactly. That, that Kind of mindset again.
2: Yeah. And I think it's just being conscious and asking the questions is where I'm at. And I, hate the word devil's advocate especially as a white male um because we tend to do it but i i like to play that question game like is this healthy for you is this good for you why do we do this and it's not like saying when i ask is that good it's not saying you're wrong it's saying why is that good Mm -hmm. why are you doing that and i'm just honestly curious and so don't be offended if I ask you a question. I'm inherently intuitive and I just want to know, is this best for us?
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's,
2: <laughs> I feel the same way. I'm like, I
0: feel like I'm overly curious. Yeah. Like I get myself, my head into like so many different things now that I just have a little bit more free time. But it's mm. still going back to like, even asking that why, like why this, why that, it really helps you kind of open up like another box that you've never even thought of.
1: One way that we've been curious and that's really helped us grow as a podcast is challenging ourselves oh yeah we asking our guests um who we who they think we should have on our show oh yeah and i don't know if we did this um back not, in some no, not the this first is, time yeah no. this is a new one so dunk if you have anyone in your uh in your thought in your train of mind that would be good for the back pocket who, who do you challenge us with uh
2: growth and development podcast
1: that's centered on a oh, wide range. I, I remember.
2: I had a thought about this today, actually. Um, I it, it wasn't so focused on one person or a couple people. It was more, uh, I was thinking about Twitter last night, and I quit my Twitter again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Sam that. Big Twitter guy. Sam's a big Twitter guy. Sam heard it. He's here unless he's locked in already. Um, I saw a tweet that said Twitter uh, so far misrepresents its uh, community it's in. Uh it's 75% white people. Um I don't know the gender discrepancy, but it's a in San Francisco it is 33% Asian, about 40% white, 25% black. Um so it just that just kind of blew me away like they made this huge headquarters and they're not representing uh the culture that surrounds it and I understand that's not the norm at this point you know but it was just shooting bogey for the course because it is 2019 and I thought Twitter was uh, a pretty progressive company so I'm not saying you're not doing a good job of getting diverse people I would just challenge you to do more diversity throughout because it is a lot of guys it is a lot of white people um, and I think just hearing more broadly diverse stories would be very beneficial to your market I don't know if that's true that's just all from my head and I think that's asking the question why Mm. You know, like, Attaboy. why are your uh, hosts or <laughs> guests uh, who they are, you know, and is are we representing who we want to
1: represent completely? Mm-hmm. So, It probably plays a little bit, of, not to answer it, like, off the cuff, but it probably no, plays a, it. a role into the convenience factor. Oh, absolutely. Of dipping into the same pool that we've um, broadened through St. Thomas, as we already mentioned in this podcast, very heavily. and. um mm-hmm. Like that's just an endless kind of thing that we can, since it's an alumni pool that we can grab into, yeah. but yeah, that's a great challenge and we are ready to accept it and, uh, and definitely take that on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Cause I think
0: when we were like reflecting on our two seasons, two years of work in January, one of the things that we noticed, we were like, wow, we don't, we need more women on this podcast. And so now like that's just a baseline intention that we have, um, <laughs> That's just a baseline inten- uh, yeah. intention that we have. And, like, just having that right away, like, has already expanded our horizons into these different people. Like, Andrea Toppin, the person who, like, bought we bought these chairs from and is, like, an amazing badass who runs marathons. Like, yeah. training for the Olympic trials. Like, someone like that we would have never met if it wasn't for, like, taking that intention. Yeah. So, yeah, now it's just time to take the next intention. Where do we go from there, you know? So what, can, for what, what can we, what can dude, we, accomplish? what can we do? But and that's the thing, dude. We when we're challenged, we we take that seriously.
1: And then the other question that we've incorporated since um, your last time on the show is a question, putting the ball in your court and asking us a question. I don't know if we did that one either. We might have, but uh, no, no. can we don't. ask
0: what's in his back pocket yet?
1: We have that. I mean, I feel like that's a that's a one time question. Did, did you ask that one already?
0: Do we ask that one to him though? Is what I'm saying yes
2: we did okay never mind Mm -hmm. yeah oh i said humility yep hey then it came back right at the end of the conversation this go around Mm -hmm. so it was it was perfectly full circle beautiful Um, hey i was just curious to ask questions over
1: here yeah (laughs) ask the question deck baby all right um now you get to ask us ask the question man do you have any questions for us um the ball's in your court we've hammered you with questions for 50 minutes now lay it lay it on us i guess uh
2: what are you most excited about coming up uh, in your podcast schedule that you might be able to release to the public? Ooh, or any big changes, or like what's happening with you guys? Because you release a lot of content. I guess it's what amazes me about you guys is you have so much planned, and we never hear about it till it just like happens, which is understandable because mm. you know that makes the hype more real. But what? Yeah, can, we just drop can, shit. Yeah, exactly. And your process is incredible. But like, what can you? is there anything cool coming up anything you can share let's see so this was right r-
1: today is it's may it's april 15th i know but we dropped this podcast and it's gonna be may okay it's gonna be like middle of 7th? May, probably okay. it's gonna be like may 7th may yeah may 7th i want
0: to say 14th if it's may 21 whatever so be it so be it but i want to
2: say it's may 7th okay. what's and tuesday t- today is tax day Thank you, Ta- Trump, for my return. <laughs> yeah.
1: Did he get you good? Oh, it, it was nice. Nice. Um, happy tax day. Happy tax day. Uh, challenging us, of, or opening up, who's on our docket. You know, we're gonna keep that beca- behind closed doors okay. with the guests, but one thing that's opening in my life that is a new career opportunity, I closed the door, um, or got the door closed on me at my previous job at Media Bridge Advertising. hmm And that was about five months employment there. And, uh, Um, since today's May 7th, it's been, it's been a while since this has happened. But, uh, I started, um, a new job with, that's more focused on something that they, they thought I wasn't very good at. And I was like, I think I am better at it than you think. And this is paid Facebook advertising, uh, the analytical side of it. And, uh, I'm getting trained in by someone who does it as a, as a freelance career. And that's sweet. I got that job today, this this morning, um, so, so Andrew's I'm stoked about that it's and gonna freelance over and here. it's gonna help the the podcast tenfold like, oh, absolutely! And, and he loves the podcast and he, he's like bring on as many people in your community into my network because we want i want to make this thing like very valuable to you so he's he sounds he like, he's sounds like he's gonna help not only me but us grow a lot
0: yeah. so stoked for that i think uh one thing too like andrew mentioned the paid advertising the paid route and we really started that um we tried to, at least back mm-hmm. when we graduated in like May, June. June we, for sure, yeah. We took it all we like we were just like all right, let's throw twenty bucks at it and like learn how to do it. And it was a really telling experience. Like the returns were not anything glorious. It, we just learned a ton. But at the time looking back at it, we really didn't have great production. We really didn't have great audio. We had some pretty sweet guests, but like we had a lot of things missing on the production end that mm-hmm. we have now. I can commonly say we have pretty sweet mics we know how to use them. Yeah, they're they're pretty nice. This is so much better than it was. (laughs) Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, we redesigned our studio. We have a nice camera. Cameras. We have multiple angles. We have Sam. Yeah, I was about to say, you have a a pretty decent intern over there. But, like, my point is, like, we really are trying our best, our wildly average best to figure out production. Mm. We have a direction where we want to take the podcast in terms of guests and challenging ourselves. And now we have this opportunity that we can dip back into with paid advertising and now planning not only our content, but planning
1: how we want to market everything. Just expect us, just expect to see us a lot more frequently on your social medias. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and,
2: and I do want to say, I didn't really preface this whole, the whole guest thing uh, about diversity. I'm not saying you haven't had sweet guests. You have. I was just pushing for more. I'm not. Oh, discount and i'm just i'm just speaking to everyone else the g- interns or the yeah the guests, everything mm-hmm. i'm not discounting you at all i am just trying to push these guys forward as much as Hell they yeah. can because i know these guys can make it huge and i'm sure you all agree with me so well
0: said what's been your uh favorite part of season three so far oofta uh sorry i've been asking a lot of oofta questions well
2: yeah it's just yeah the stuff i didn't get to prepare for you know, yeah, these, know. these are sorry. these are the killers um favorite part of season 3. Well, cuz you were can, ba- I, can you were... I tap into my phone here and s- sure, look at the go list. Sure. Go. I mean, it's been sweet. That's the thing. So you've been listening to a lot of content then. Yes. All right. Lots of it. See, that's good. That's what I the want. The Lance to Armstrong podcast is super sweet. The ford podcast if you haven't checked that out. Mm. Lance from um, podcast I know. Yeah. That. Um Ooh, I did like Nassers. Oh. yoakam for sure. Nice. Period. Right off the bat with Yocum. Yeah. yeah. He um, dropped the hammer he did a lot oh, of for fire. Sure. Yeah. Oh. And it was so cool because, like, Yoakam and I got on a, a, along on a level because he he was pretty shut off and closed off as he talked about and just kind of hated the world. But, like, I think we were both kind of at that point at the same time, so we got along really well. But it's so cool to see, like, the positivity streaming from both of us, I would say, compared to a couple years ago. So, yeah, Yoakam's was super sweet. Nice. Definitely my favorite part so far. That's what
0: that's what I just love about our friends because it's always anytime you check back in at different times, it's yeah. like the growth is always off the chart and there's always something new to talk about. There's always these new experiences and Joachim was a great example. Like I really didn't know the guy that well in mm-hmm. college. Andrew, I don't know if you did. I did. Yeah, he was you, over a lot with crack okay. and stuff. Sure, but I mean I just didn't and seeing him like as your teammate and everything and then having him come in the studio and just bring the fire, dude. You're like, whoa. Where did that come from, right? Yeah,
1: dude, it's it blew the yoga me away every day. 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. I think. So. Yeah, it's got definitely something to do with it for sure. The yoga is definitely a, a factor. Mm-hmm. I would also say the
0: mountains and the valleys
2: are a factor. Oh, absolutely. Like I, I, will never not refer back to that.
0: I like that's so stuck in my brain of just gotta have the valleys to go to the mountains
1: to get to those mountaintops. And the, and they and he was sitting in that chair. Wasn't like, you're he? sitting in, like, <laughs> no. like this, like like he was oh, in, like he in, was our was face, in it like, dude. like at the edge of the couch just, just like i just couldn't do it yeah full posture Can you and you imagine everything? if we just all like, just did a podcast like, like we were like basically leaning in, in on by each fire other. dude yeah and just no I mean, I guess, well, I mean, like, if you have, that's not what this podcast is about, he was know. reading a book yeah, called I'm the Here. supple
2: leopard, which was like Kelly star. Yeah. The, the idea of just like not warming up, just, but just being warm all the time yep. when he, we were sophomores, I think. So like, yeah. yeah, he would, he would be like, if you can't sit like that, your core is not okay. Yeah. Would probably be his philosophy. <laughs> extreme, <so>. <laughs> <laughs> extreme,
1: nice. but like it, it gets the job done for like, sure. It's it's a one route to get the job done, not yep. saying the route. Absolutely. But, uh, Dunk, this this is, brings us to our final question, a simple question. Okay. Um, what did you learn today? So this is from the moment you woke up to when we're having this conversation. A simple question. What did you learn, Dunk?
2: Ooh. I would say read the menu fully um, before you order. Mm-hmm. I'm a vegetarian, and I thought these enchiladas were vegetarian, but I've had beef for the first time this year today. <laughs> you just went with it you
0: did like try and pick her I, I
2: swore i yeah i just because it, it, it's about the waste and the production is why i'm a vegetarian so but that's kind of a cop out uh, i would just say be fully honest with yourself um because if you're not you're trying to tell a story differently across the board to someone else like oh this is what i share with them this is what i share with them blah 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 but i just think being honest being transparent is something i've learned today and trying to be in that position of like, okay, I'm not necessarily happy being back home, back in the States, but what can I do to change that? And being honest with myself. Okay. This isn't working for me. These, this is what brings on these feelings, you know, and just being honest and transparent about it as well. Like my friend said, are you okay yesterday? And I was like, honestly, no, like this. And then talked about it, but just progressing and working through that gave me a lot of insight of like why I'm not okay which so just be honest with yourself and mm-hmm. be honest across the board because then you never have to make up a story of why what's going on yeah yeah and, instead and backtrack you, yeah mm-hmm. there's no reason to backtrack the past is the past and instead you're
0: exploring why exactly and you're find and conquer that why absolutely and it's just going to make for one hell of a
1: podcast when we have you on the next time yeah <laughs> yeah hopefully. pretty much absolutely hopefully it's not 37 weeks this time Maybe we'll be a little shorter. Well Maybe. unless he travels somewhere. Oh yeah. Do you want to travel somewhere? Where are you had uh, 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 it last Leave us on the final there uh, cliffhanger.
2: Is, uh rumors of Europe uh within the next month even. So we'll wow. we'll see. Okay. I, and I don't know if I'd be back before August then, so September. September? Okay. We'll make it a, a one year. A one year of your first time on. Okay, we'll have to double check on that. But yeah. Okay. There'll be bottles of bubbly. Or the champagne of beer. So, well,
0: well, yeah, whatever you want, dude.
2: <laughs> it's on the company card, I heard. Hey. hey.
1: <laughs> well, I've been hanging on the West Coast in my heart. Where I meant to from the start, it's so much warmer than the secrets you've been holding
2: in. And don't you look at me
1: sideways with those eyes. Always acting like you ain't got the time. I can't imagine trying to carry what you hold inside. But
2: ooh, you got a reason to sing. And woo, you're finally this sunny. Go back to the start Cause you can't hold on to